Hello, my name is Esteban. I play Boyan McGregor. Hey, uh, Ethra, who, who's the who's the hot goth chick up there? Can I go ahead and decapitate the thing just in front of Mateus? I'm standing perfectly still. I am invisible. Uh, you know what? I'll just go in for saving people. Fuck it. I point the gun at one of the citizens. I'm going to ask her one more time. Can you pretty please heal my friend? I honestly don't remember much after I died. You know, I just remember seeing you guys. My past? Don't really remember it. So, I don't know. I rolled a natty one. I'm not supposed to know. <laughs> Gotta have a vendetta against uh, certain gods. I want to make a pact with you. Go on. Hello and welcome to another episode of Roll Call, where we roll dice and we talk to our rollers. Roller, say hi. Hello, my name is Esteban Serna, and I am playing the character, the lovable rogue, Boyan McGregor. How are you doing today, tonight, to morning, this morning, afternoon? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll figure out when we're going to post this one. It's going to probably be around morning time, unless you're like in Europe. Then it'll oh, be like... Man, if we have sure. a European audience, that'd be awesome. Like... I'm going to be honest, like if, if whoever's listening and you guys can give us some feedback on our socials, Twitter, tell us where you're from, where you're listening from. I, I'd like to know what's what's the, like, what's the, you know, since this is for morning, what is the breakfast staple food of your country? You know, being American, I'm going to have to say it's like donuts and like other fatty foods like processed donut burgers, cereals, Don't yeah, processed that. cereals that will later cause us cancer somehow. Hell so. yeah, Red 40. Woo! <laughs> yeah, honestly, which is practically in everything that we eat. So no matter what, we're going to get it. Uh, but, but yeah, no. USA um, number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So speaking of a European audience, we do actually have a little bit of a European audience. We have some listeners in France, some listeners in Germany um, and whatnot. So yeah, like you said, leave us some comments. Wow, France. About your I'm like an eighth food. French. Bonjour. <laughs> yeah, French is also uh, France is going on the news for a variety of things. Um, how's that uh, that retirement rate? Hopefully, y'all got that fixed. I hope uh, it's still better than us. What are we sixty five? We're going oh, up. Yeah. We're going up. No, yeah. no, it's gonna be seventy for us. Oh, fuck! You know, yeah. fight the good fight, French folks. Yeah, hopefully we Stick can to be them. like be like y'all. If not, or I guess I'm gonna really hope this this kicks off. Uh, um, all right let, let's get started with this all right so go ahead and roll a couple of d uh d4 for me all right got four questions for the d4 if we can answer all of them we can if we don't oh well and that's a whopping four let's go nice so if your character or you had a favorite book or movie what would it be favorite book or movie for my character well let's see my character kind of suffers from amnesia type of thing but mm -hmm. he was very into or he is very into like the theology type of stuff or that like type of like you know life learning literature and so um let me think well because you know this is a make-believe world that we're kind of playing in here so i'm gonna go based off my realistic um 
stuff that I've read. I'm trying to remember the name of the book. I'm gonna have to Google this. I'm gonna have to cheat a little bit. That's fine. Like some kid in Europe, he travels and he ends up. He's like a sheep herder. All this crap, and he's like, he's trying to get to like the promise. I can't remember the name of the book. It's a good book. Um, Look here. The book. The only books I remember are ones I had to read in high school, and I have the actually Alchemist. a stack of books. The that's the name of the book, The Alchemist. <laughs> the Alchemist? Yes. I think that was a high school book I was supposed to read, but I chose to read The Giver or something like the that. The Alchemist, that one's a good book. Another personal favorite book of mine, not like a theology or like, you know, whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. The Road. That was the a good Road. book. Didn't they make that into a movie? They did. Yeah, they did. And it's basically a very good, uh, like, I guess, like post-apocalyptic survival-esque type Wolf of... and Cub sort of yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not like Wolf and Cub. It's more like, uh, you know, like The Last of Us, you, you know, spoilers. But, you know, the book's been out since like, what, 1970-some shit. So if you haven't read the book, I just, I'd suggest you pick it up. But uh, it has to deal with, you know, some guy finds some kid. And then, you know, towards the end, he, uh, he kind of dies. And the kid goes off with another strange group, TLDR. Yeah. So I put you, some spoiler warnings in front of it. <laughs> nah, nah, you, you said it perfectly. It's been out for how long now? You, you probably should have seen it by now uh, or read it. So no, if you heard that, that's your fault. So with that, we're just going to do another D4 roll. Another D4 roll. All right. You're twisting my arm here, man. Also, since we're starting to grow our audience base and whatnot, and you're like, you know, maybe not a devoted listener, but listener, you just want to ask some questions. Just go ahead and just drop some questions. Uh, maybe on the Twitter. I don't know if we have an Instagram. I'm not really that We good. do have an Instagram. So We have an Instagram. So, you know, when they these posts come out or on the TikTok, you know, just drop on the comments. Maybe Jonathan, our you know, lovely DM will read them and, you know, just be like, all right, this is the community questions. I wouldn't mind answering some community questions. Just don't ask I, me about math or my social security or anything like that. I won't answer. I'm not good I at math. I 100% love listener questions. I will read them out. Uh, if you contact us on the D&D, or what? On our TikTok, on our Twitter, or on our Instagram, I will take those questions and hopefully read them to our rollers, and they will answer for you on the next set of roll calls. But for right now, you just have my boring little questions. So you roll a three. Yeah. When your character is bored, what do they like to do? You've already kind of had a time where you were almost off by yourself uh, with the rest of the group. Um, you just got done feeding, defeating the old man, and now you are camping out, watching Mateus learn magic. Um, you caused a little bit of mischief there, but didn't really get to expand upon that. So what do you do when you're bored? So what I do when I'm bored, I, I like to imagine my character like on like these off sessions where we're not really dealing with the character or just like, you know, one on one or like we can't really dive into it because, you know, like, you know, two other characters are talking to my guys like in the background. I'd like to imagine he's like trying to pull pranks on people or just trying to fuck with people. Like, to be honest, I think if I was really, really bored, I'd start plucking Dulu's uh, tail feathers, you know, mm -hmm. just just to fuck with them. Uh, not Nothing too serious, nothing too bad. Maybe just kind of like, um, you know. In like uh, Cyrus's bag of holding, maybe like throw like a random rock in there, like some random object that they don't even know about, or just um, you know, uh, throughout the campaign uh, a couple episodes ago, we were just slapping the shit out of Satan just because why the fuck not? You know, it looked like he, he he looked in a certain direction, maybe he was being traumatized. Who knows? But you know, you just hit him with the good slap, and there you go. It's just that type of mischief, and so um. 
Boyan seems like a very free-spirited or is a very free-spirited character. He, he just likes to take life for what it is. And it's just mostly uh, due to the fact that he does not remember anything. He's just happy to be back and he's just, you know, living it up. He doesn't care what happens. He already died. He knows what happens. What happens again if he dies again? He, you know, he already had a redo. So on that sort of topic about he doesn't remember too much and whatnot, what do you look forward to in these next coming sessions? What I know I look- that you're... Go okay, ahead. Continue. No, continue, continue, continue. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know your character hasn't really gotten to uh, go into his backstory a little bit too much. Um, and we seem to be kind of rapidly uh, on track for Satan's or maybe even... Um, Who's the other person? Dizzy's. That's Dizzy right. Dizzy or Mateus. Uh, or, yeah, a variety of our characters' backstories. But what do you uh, kind of look forward to seeing in the future? Um, Just a little bit more clarity on my character's background. Uh, I, I know Clearly, I, know I made the character. But in terms of the campaign for the listeners, nothing much has been really delved into. Uh, little, little bits and pieces of his end goals or what he's trying to do have been sprinkled in there. But... What I'm hoping happens is just, you know, we, we get to learn about the character a little bit more, get to know about his backstory a little bit more, and kind of figure out how he led to his demise and what led him down that path towards his demise. And, you know, will he achieve his goal of, um, you know, maybe forming a contract with Sibith or um, some other type of deity uh, just to uh, fulfill that bloodlust? He doesn't know why he has it, but he just has it, you know? It's like that itch you can't really scratch, but you have it and you're just fueled with rage. Hmm. Nice. I will ask you one other question just for the funsies, just because I want to know anyway. Um, Does your character have a favorite food? This can be in-world lore-based, or this could be just actual in real life. Yeah, he might like lasagna or he might like tofu. Um, So what does Boyan like to eat? So it seems like, you know, Boyan being on the trail, you know, type of life, nomadic-ish life he type of lived. And I'm going to say his favorite food is going to be stew or some type of curry. Something that pairs really well with rice. Something that you could just make instantly right on the spot with like some scrap together, you know, um, ingredients and whatnot. And just, just you know, eat it heartily uh, next to a campfire or something like that. that. That would be Boyan's favorite food, some stew, like a beef stew or maybe even like a yellow Thai curry. Something that just pairs really well with rice. So how was Cyrus's stew, really? Oh, man, Cyrus's stew, chef's kiss, you know? Like, I, I would I, I would just not mess with Cyrus in a pranking manner just so he makes that stew once more, once again. Like, maybe we'll have that stew with, you know, maybe a little bit of dulu meat next time. Who knows? But it was so damn good, you know, it was good. For the, for the listeners, the stew was a red stew, um, so Nigeria, uh, sorry, not Nigerian. Um, Cyrus is basically based off of Josh's character, who's either part Nigerian or has some Nigerian lore to him. So we thought that he would be making a typical red stew, maybe with greens or mustard greens in there. I don't know exactly. Do not get to divulge too much on that with a gari um, or a pounded yam. It it depends on what you feel at the moment or what really fits. So. I am glad to hear that Boyan enjoyed the stew. Now, get out a D6 and let's get a rolling. All right. The best way I could describe how that stew was, was it was borderline almost close to giving back some memories or my character memories. It was like, you know, that scene from Ratatouille where the guy's eating that 
I have no idea what that dish is. Maybe that's called ratatouille. Yes. Yeah. The name of the movie. <laughs> He's eating that and he has a flashback of his childhood. That's exactly what was going on, except it was just kind of like, oh shit, am I feeling something? I don't remember. Let's but it's just delicious. Kill it with the alcohol. As exactly. I the wine. <laughs> mm. That wine. All right. D6. Hold on. Uh, yeah. It has six sides. I forgot. <laughs> that's that's a D6. Six sides. <laughs> All right, let's see what I get. Ooh, baby, snake eyes. I'm glad you get to see it because I have like a slight, like couple second delay. So I couldn't match that energy like, oh, and then it'd be <laughs> like a two. So snake eyes. Okay, what will be the last thing your character thinks about uh, when they perish? You know, being able to see that smoking hot deity Sibith one more time. I have to I'm, keep it with character. I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that you're into Sibith. Uh, but unfortunately Sibith is probably not that much into you right now. Um how does does Boyan think you think Boyan knows that? You think Boyan Oh no, De- Boyan definitely knows that. And it's like, you know, that whole part of just annoying people. Mm. Yeah, that's where it plays in because remember how I said Boyan said something and then Sibith is like, you know what? You lose your arm. Yeah, that was that wasn't yeah, I, I knew, boy, I knew damn well that was going to happen. And, um, you know, you risk it for the biscuit. You, you you shoot for the star, you aim for the moon, and you pull the trigger. And if you land in the moon, you land on the moon, or you just end up in the stars eventually. Wow. What a what an artful way of saying that you kind of don't care. <laughs> exactly. What's the worst that can happen? I die and I'm forever there? Ooh. That seems like an eternal hell for her. Honestly, yeah. Thank you for saying that. Um, that that gives me a lot to think about, to be honest. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, let's do another roll. All right, another D six. Yeah, and we get a five. Ooh, I hope you keep these good rolls up when we actually have our session. Oh, I've been rolling like dog shit for the last couple <laughs> sessions. Not gonna lie, I burnt through all my luck the last session. <laughs> Other than the mystical, what personality quirks does your character embody? Um, I, I would like to say pretty empathetic. I, I would say uh, with a lot of the characters going through their hard times, uh, I, what I recall is, you know, Dizzy kind of going through his moments and whatnot. And um, the burial of that close friend of his, which I don't remember the name. I'm sorry. Zeke but is fine. I Zeke, wrote the uh, whole campaign. I would be the only one to remember. Right. Yeah. With Zeke, um, it's just, you know, giving them a proper burial and just showing respect where respect's due and just knowing when to pump the brakes and just be respectful of it. And I also feel like with Mateus, even though they're a little bit of a pain in the ass, just like that older figure for them on this journey, mm. partially, even though, you know, we don't want to be ma- older than her. Yeah, exactly. But so far in the campaign, I've been paired up with them a lot. And let me tell you, kids wear condoms. <laughs> Not the message we were trying to send here. But other than your empathy, you seem to have an affinity for weapons. Um, I remember also in that scene, as you're trying to bury Zeke, you also wanted the dagger uh, almost instantly. You look for guns on quite a lot of occasions. Um, yeah, uh, again, it's uh, Boyan doesn't remember. Boyan just knows it's just um, you, you, you gotta either uh, 
you fuck or you get fucked. And so you got to really scour uh, your bodies and your terrain just to make sure you can make it out the next time. And so in a, in a lovely post-apocalyptic mid-world type of crisis we're kind of going through, we were just kind of thrown back into the world in like middle of a war. And so um, you, you kind of need to be uh, protected at all times. And on top of that, with the dagger uh, that was found on Zeke is, uh, you know, trying to figure out who made it? Where is it from? Can I do an arcana check on it? Does it have any magical properties? Is it any of use to us? Um, and all things, of, uh, all sorts of manners like that. And then it's for like a gun, uh, you know, you know, America. Guns, come on, man. <laughs> How Boy, on Tad- gonna- Boy on McGregor has to have an affinity for guns. Come on. Sure, sure, sure. So have you uh, figured out how you're probably going to get more ammunition? Honestly, I have no idea. I just know I have six bullets, right? All, all six chambers are loaded. I just, mm-hmm. uh, or do I already have the six chambers loaded and I have six loose bullets? You have the six chambers loaded and that's oh. it. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I would have to find out where they sell, you know, that type of ammunition or just regular ammunition. Because remember the area that we're in, uh, magic's banned. And so I, I could barely get a read on, you know, from the two blacksmiths or, you know, smithers or, you know, weapon repair people of the type of weapon I had. And I had to cough up Cyrus's 40 gold in order to get barely any of that information. So I'm going to be very conservative with these bullets and I'm just going to be using the gun as like a prop just to point at people and just use magic mi- or uh, is it magic missile? Uh, it's magic it. missile that yeah. you just, will be just to use using. magic missile uh, just just for like the effects of it just to sh- just to make it seem like I'm shooting a gun. Hmm. Okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um just remember though, like you said before, you have to cough up some gold. Coin can take you a long way, maybe even longer than your mouth. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. remember that. Maybe I'll, when you... I'll show you. I'll show you what this mouth does. <laughs> wow, you know, didn't want that response, but hey, it's hey, you set yourself up for it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> this is an inclusive podcast. It is an inclusive podcast, and all POC and inclusive podcasts and any other lights. Um, other than that, um, are you going to roll again, or you want me to roll this time? You know what? Give it a roll. I've given the last rolls. All right. Let me get my dice out because, you know, I have too many. I rolled a D20 for some reason. D3. Um, do your character, or you don't have multiple characters. Actually, you do have multiple characters, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Does your character have any nicknames? Midbite. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he goes by uh, Bo as well, which is great. Yeah. Because we have another character that goes by Bo. Quickest way to confuse the DM. <laughs> yep. And we have, love playing that prank on him. Have slightly little... the same name. <laughs> Robert and Bo. So we, we like to say yes whenever he see, says Bo. So, um that's basically the only nickname he remembers or can recall. Okay. Probably a lot of slurs in there like fuck face or you know Caught. dipshit or you know you, you dirty thief or scammer. Probably something like that. 
I'm sorry. I'm looking for my D12s because it seems like I forgot what D12s look like. It has 12 sides. Yeah, I know. Like, but apparently, <laughs> I just lost the ability to count halfway through this recording. Um, so, so yes, talk to them more as I find my fourth D12. All right. Uh, so about Boyan and his nickname and like how he got his name or how the name came about. So Boyan McGregor's name came about a buddy of mine, Serbian. His name's Boyan. And during that time we were coming up with this, I was just on, uh, I guess, social media. I don't know even know where, but I've seen a lot of Conor McGregor stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take the first name Boyan. I'm going to take the second name McGregor and I'm just going to put them together. And you know how the guy gets like, you know, whatever. You take the cookie, you take the that. What do you get? Ah, you get Boyan McGregor. Little feisty little fuck. And you so. Take the cookie and then the what? I, you know the guy who goes, you take the this and you take the that and you put. You it mean together. the apple and the apple pen? No, you he's put a whole the, meme. You he get the pen like, and you put it in the apple. Apple pen. That guy. I guess so. He was on Sesame Street. That's all I remember from him. Oh, what? Se- I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. I have zero clue what you're talking about then. Yeah, no, but um, yeah. So that's how that's how I came up with the name for um, Boyan McGregor. All right. I will roll four d twelve. Two. Well, one just flew off the table. Woohoo! Living after the little deep end. Uh, whatever it landed, let's just play it. I. Uh, that's what was going to happen, no matter what. So, Boyan, or should I say Esteban? How did your character die the first time? Going to be honest, Chief. Uh, we don't know. Well, I know as Esteban, but as Boyan, not the slightest of clue. I get, you know, I, I'm just, you know, doing my thing, you know, whatever. Next thing I know, I just see this, this, this hot deity in front of me. Well, not I saw this helper. I, I yeah, but, 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 but what was her name? I don't tell me. But, 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 but. Starts with an E. This will decide if you get a uh, an additional luck in the next session, if you remember. I don't five, know why. No, because you, you have that fucking copyright bullshit on the three. last episode. I don't know. <laughs> so the copyright uh, thing is that I have a character named Ida, whose last name is Lawthorn, because I'm a bitch. Um, <laughs> She's a moth lady. <laughs> She is the moth lady of this universe. We, we came up with the moth lady name because uh, the, the, the the tale of the Mothman came from uh, those miners out in the East Coast. Uh, they would see like this thing that looked like a giant Mothman, but it was actually like a barn owl and all this crap. And so, you know, barn owl, we can't really say, you know, owl, there's a space, lady. We're going to say the moth lady. And if you're having a hard time figuring out what we're still talking about, just go on to Disney Plus and uh, type in V with an O. Just V and then capital O. You'll find the show that we're talking about. It's a good show. You should watch it. I love it. I will kill for lose. So talk to me about your theories there too. I will. Yeah. But anyway, that doesn't matter. So you do not remember. Cool. I love a little intrigue. But. Here's your next question. What does your character fear the most? What do they hate the most? 
What do they fear the most? I I I guess what they would fear the most is just um. Hmm. Right, let's put it down to what they hate the most. I guess what they hate the most with their vengeance is is just trying to get revenge. Um, they they got screwed over on some sort of deal. They don't really remember what. They just know there's a deal involved. They got screwed. And now they're just really out for blood. They they're Liam Niels Liam ne, ne, Liam Nielsen Nelson. You, you get no no Nielsen. No, I can't no. Hey listeners, it's me, your DM, taking a quick break from the episode to let you know that we are streaming on all podcast platforms. Wait, I already know that. Well, we know that you know that because you're listening to us. But you know who doesn't know that? Your friends, your family, your dog. Yeah, your dog likes D&D. Or your cat. I don't know what you have. Maybe you have a snake. I don't know. But anyway, so share this with your friends, your family, your dog. You know, let's boost this community. And then, while they're following the podcast, you take their phone, you make them follow us on TikTok, or Twitter, or Instagram, or one of the social medias. I don't know. I'm like 25. I'm old now, so... There might be a new one by the time this gets out. All links are in the show notes. Follow us there so that we can keep making content and you can have all the fun behind the scenes. Once again, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you soon. All right. So what I was saying, um, where was I leaves off before I got interrupted? Um, you were saying basically that you were, you hate most is your revenge in a way yeah revenge uh and it has to do a lot with like a lot of deities and like a lot of religious types of stuff and that you know boy i can't really figure it out because he has terrible memory loss right now but it's just it's just something that he just knows he just got really burnt on and he wants blood not any type of blood sacred blood um and i guess what is he fearful of not really dying because then he gets to be with Sibith. And so um, we got to figure that one out. But I, I guess if it's um, if anything, it's just if anything happens to Mateus, because they're the kid of the group, they still have a lot to, you know, go for as for their as for Boyan, the character. He, he just feels like he's just kind of lost. And, you know, if anything, it's just, you know, protect the kid and, you know, let that let them live their stuff out. Okay. What is one thing Boyan cannot live without? One thing Boyan cannot live without. I'm going to have to be honest. Boyan has his little lucky teddy he has in his little jacket. Carries it around. There's a hole in the teddy. He doesn't know how that hole got in that teddy. But he carries that little teddy. You know, like those little charms that you can put on your cell phone or anything like that. It's like a little teddy with a big head. It's a little bit, mm. bit of big, big, big body. He carries it inside the inner pocket of his uh, his jacket. Would it be, uh, it would be very interesting if, uh, he lost that Teddy, huh? Yeah, it would be very interesting if he lost Oliver. Oh, that's its name? That's its name. I love it. Yeah. I thought it was just Teddy. I'm sorry. I, I no, assumed. No, it's, it's just fine. No, it's Oliver. I came up Oliver. with it just now on the spot, but it's his Teddy's name is I, Oliver. I love that. We're keeping that. That's canon yeah, now. This is canon now. If a random jackal steals Oliver... Everybody's catching a bullet. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I want blood. Until Oliver is found. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is your character ashamed of? 
what my character's ashamed of. Honestly, Boyan just kind of lives life like is, you know, life happens. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. And so if you feel shameful for something, it's because there's really something shameful to be about. But this guy just does not give a fuck. Mm. So would you say he has any weaknesses then? Mm. I would have to say how attracted he is to Sibith. That's that's his weakness. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Horny <laughs> attraction to the deity. Um, no, his weakness, I guess, would have to be, um, I, I guess, you know, putting it best past on the other, you know, whatever his moral code. If something, you know, something very valuable, valuable to him, uh, you know, gets challenged, and it's in his way of what he wants. You know what I mean? So it's just like the right price has been paid, but to him that price is not worth it. But does he go through with it? Does he not? And so it's more so like of that moral dilemma. Um, and then lastly, if your character could get to know anyone in the party, who would it be? Ah, uh, man, it's because I've already interacted. Boyan's already interacted with a lot of characters. He's interacted with Dizzy quite a bit. He's interacted with, Cyrus, he's you know he was just with Cyrus, and so he's interacted with Mateus a lot, and he's been interacting with uh, Robert a lot too, just you know pranking on Satan, and Satan he's starting to get to figure out and whatnot. So uh, that would leave it between Sochi, Sochil, and um, and uh, Satan because you know he's been kind of joking around with Satan, but he hasn't really gotten to know him that well, and same with. Um, uh, so chill, especially after the last battle and how much of a, a pain in the ass that old man was. I feel like there's a little bit of a tension there. So, you know, there needs to be a little bit of an icebreaker and, uh, you know, a little bit of a lowering uh, of the draw or the drawbridges to, 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 you know, figure out the other side. So you're really, wow, you're ready to break down some walls. Yeah, I guess so. You know, because... That's what they say usually, like they're putting up a wall or a boundary. Well, Boyan doesn't know any boundaries. He's just kind of just crossing over to see what he, where he can benefit from. <laughs> okay. Your morals are very cloudy. But let's move on to the D20s. I already have some, four at least, are rolled out already. So we're going to start with a number five. Does your character have any personal demons or psychological trauma that affects their behavior or decisions? How do they cope with these issues? Uh, since Boyan really doesn't remember, he just has like these tendencies of like, oh shit type of moments. And so it's kind of like uh, when Dizzy kind of had to protect his mom, he was trying really hard to like, you know, do the most and do whatnot. Or when Mateus is having issues and whatnot, do the most to uh, protect the kid and whatnot. So it's kind of almost like, you know, instinctual, just, you know, go above and beyond that way nobody else gets hurt type of situations. Mm -hmm. And so I, I guess, I guess that answers that question unless you want a little bit more. I mean, I'm always down for more information. Well, I don't know. So, that means more information I can use against you. Oh boy. I mean, I should shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just some, some things like that. And it's just like, he doesn't know why he does it. He just kind of does it instinctually. And so it's just making sure, um, uh, you know, being able to sacrifice themselves that way others can go a little bit farther in the long run, I guess. 
So I know you said your character has very little memory um, regarding their circumstances and situations prior to them dying the first time, but this question kind of touches a little bit on the past and maybe on the future. So has your character ever betrayed or manipulated uh, someone? Um, Honestly, how would they? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, finish your two-parter. So if if you want to hop in, I can ask you the second part later. We totally do that. No, no, no. Finish the whole question. I want to hear it. Um, But yeah. So has your character manipulated or betrayed someone that they have trusted? Um, how do they or how would they react if those consequences were to come about or they were to be manipulated or betrayed? Why did I forget betrayed? But remember <laughs> so, manipulated. Uh, given how Boyan's uh, nature is um, probably already given in the past, he's kind of already done that and screwed some people over. And given to say, let's say in the future, this were to pop up, he wouldn't know who the hell they were or what the hell was going on. And I guess if he were to be pressed on the situation, even though he has no recollection, um, he would just, uh, I, I guess violence was, would be the first answer after, you know, trying to like deescalate being like, Hey, I don't know you type of bullshit. Like the fuck you want, like this and that. And if it has to escalate, you know, shots are getting fired. Okay. Um, on the opposite end of betrayal and manipulation, um, romance. Has your character ever been romantically in a relationship? Uh, been interested in romance? Well, Have you they see, dated he's pursuing or... Sibith, so you know, but that's not going anywhere. He knows it's not going to go anywhere, but he's just I doing mean, it to that's the, the first deity you think that he would ever be in a relationship with. Well, he's just messing with them partially, just because again, he does has that dislike for deities. And so he sees how upset she gets, but at the same time he is like you know serious about it. Um, but at the same time, it's just like he knows where everything stands, and so he's just having fun with what he can. Mm-hmm. But in terms of relationships in the past, he doesn't know. How does he remember? On top of that, after seeing somebody as beautiful as Sibith, you know, in front of them, you kind of, kind of, kind of forget. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm. Okay, I find that we have uh, struck a chord for a certain deity. Be a shame if he meets other deities and they are they're more or less beautiful than Sibith. Um, Time for the Crusades. <laughs> I don't know if I should keep that in. Um, so moving on, what is your character's? Mo- uh, wait, we already talked about Cher's possessions. Um, we can keep on talking about Oliver. I mean, if you want to talk about Oliver, we can always Cherish talk about Oliver. Position, Oliver. He doesn't know where he got Oliver from. He just, you know, woke up, all this crap. And the first thing he, you know, besides putting sand in his pocket and following, not Ezra. What is her name? Once again, if you get this name right, you get a you get an extra luck point in combat. I get the E E E. I can't remember her uh, her name. And I, I can't remember it. You have until but I roll a different number because I keep rolling fives. I can't remember her name. And I'm not going to go on the podcast really quick and just skim through it through the first episode to find the name. <laughs> well, the name is Ethra. Ethra. So I was never going to get that because I was going to think Ethereum or Ether. Um, Do you know what? Damn, that would have been a good name for her, too. Oh, well. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, he put sand in his pocket, and you know, it wasn't mentioned, but you know, off off the talking or off the screen, quote unquote, he, he kind of felt in his pocket really fast, like in a in a worry or in a rush to see if Oliver was still there. Oliver was indeed still there. Hmm. So would you say sometimes that uh, Bullion hides his interactions by seemingly almost useless or um, unimportant actions? So instead of just immediately going to go feel for that part of his pocket, he had to act like he was doing something with the sand in order to hide that, maybe because he has some sort of fear of opening up to people? Yeah, possibly on top. Again, Oliver is a very, very important, you know, item to Boyan. So if Oliver were to be lost, you know, th- things, th- bad things would happen to people. Hmm. So. And, and Boyan doesn't know why. It was just like instinctual. Just like where, you know, where he, he, he the only thing he knows is Oliver's name when he woke up. And he's like, okay, this little bear is mine and it's Oliver. And again, he keeps it close to his heart. It's in his left pocket. Does your character have any prejudices or biases uh, towards any races or classes or even deities? Um, at this moment, he just knows he, you know, kind of dislikes the deities. Um, after that fight with the old man, he really wants to just burn a whole forest down. Um, just because that whole fight was going on and just you know just it just you know he's not hugging trees he's lighting trees on fire Mm. yeah so that's why he also he wants to be like all right there's tension now and he kind of wants to uh not have that happen Hmm. what pet peeves does boyan have what pet peeves you know the sticklers. What was that one person's name? Um, Bellany's girlfriend. Oh man, Aful? those sticklers. Aful, Aful. Just people like Aful. Just sticklers to the rules and all this stuff that can't just let loose. Sometimes you know Sibith is like that too. That's why he kind of pokes fun at it. That's why he stole the book. Is that they take themselves way too seriously and somebody as chaotic and neurotic and uh, kind of just uh, I guess would say deadbeat like Boyan can just one up some of them just not even trying you just uh just goes to show how funny it is how 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 high and how serious they hold themselves if um the bottom of the barrel can uh can can outdo them hmm. so what is their stance then on authority oh they don't like authority hmm. they so don't like authority at all all sort of systems of government and law are just a no go for him at the current standard, no. They they just need they just need to get changed or do something about it. But again, lives nomadically and all that stuff, and just um, Diogenes would be proud of Boyan. Hmm. Really? Yeah. So then, uh, since you live by yourself, you have no respect for authority or any sort of government or systems of law. How do you balance your own personal goals with the goals of the party? Uh, simple. Like I, like I said it before, um, it's just, there's no pay. There's just the end goal mission. And the sooner we get through everybody's, you know, issues, the sooner, you know, we can get to some type of end game or some type of uh, situation. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, 
it's important to them. And since I'm already committed to them and they're my party, it's important mm-hmm. to me. And so I'm, I'm going to do, or Boyan's going to do the most he can to, uh, to, to be there and to uh, give full support the best way possible. Okay. And if those situations ever get out of control or he might be put in a helpless situation, how would he react? Uh, he, he would react uh, with uh, the best case scenario for somebody else. So, hmm. you know, surprising, again, you know, he's, he's already put himself in the way and out of the way for a couple of the characters. So, um, stuff like that, you know, he's an interesting character, you know, I love it. Cause once, once he's on one side of the coin for one thing and you don't expect him to be on the other side of the coin for the other thing. Hmm. He's more like a pendulum just yeah. swinging from different viewpoints. Yeah. To keep the DM on his toes. Yeah. Is there any questions you would like to ask me? I find that uh, even though I'm not a player, I still consider myself a roller. So do you have any questions for me about the campaign? Anything like that? As of right now with the campaign, I'm interested to see where it's going. I kind of want to do a little bit more one-shoots or off-shoots. So uh, this is more so to the community, our, our little fan base that we're starting to grow and whatnot. Please get us the support. That way we can start doing more fun things or more little one-shot campaigns. Um, we know we just did a de- we just did a test um, demo fight recently, and it was a lot of fun. And so I would really like to share that with you guys somehow in some way. And so if we can start getting more of a fan base, more of a growing audience that's into this type of stuff like we are, you know, we're just amateurs trying to have fun and just doing this. And so, um, you know, the more we learn, the more we grow, the more you guys give us this feedback, the better we're going to get. And the more fun we can have as a community, as a group, just, you know, doing this type of stuff. And so, you know, what I really want to see moving forward is just not only our DM here homebrewing stuff. I'd like to see, you know, the community giving out some like feedback or some things like, hey, we homebrewed this item. We'd love to see in the campaign. Things like that. Or like, you know, if we did a one shoot, if one of you guys has an awesome campaign you guys want to see done or even, you know, maybe you guys would even host it. You know, I'd love to do that. That sounds like a lot of fun. And so that's that's the direction where I kind of want to see this uh, this podcast go. Hmm. What do you nice. think, DM? I think that's actually very, very good. We've been thinking actually about a lot of community events that we could possibly do, not just to get like our community excited, but also just to get y'all kind of always in that role-playing, creative and thinking mood. Um, so yeah, doing something like that, uh, I don't mind having or making up test dungeons um, and having like a five-step dungeon. That sounds very interesting and very fun uh, to do in my spare time to get the creative juices flowing other than writing possible outcomes. Um, and if y'all also want to hear like what I had written for certain sessions, I have those papers still. Surprisingly, I have some of them, not all of them, because I also run out of room in my notebook sometimes. So, yeah. Look at um, this I'm, dinosaur. He doesn't use word or i so fun fact here i started paper (laughs) i started using notion before um but then i didn't really like it and i also felt like i was having a harder time really getting that creativity out so i switched back to uh pencil and paper or pen and paper and that really kind of helped me out um with either thinking about ideas or whatnot i've also been watching i mean i'm more of a tv and film movie guy anyway so usually if I'm writing, I usually have something going on that I might draw inspiration from as well. 
Um, so yeah, um, but 100% would love to do that. Another thing that we're also planning on doing here for community as well um, is also launching some D&D. Uh, there are a lot of live streams and whatnot. There's Dimension 20. There is Critical Role that we might be interested in watching every now and then on like a weekend or weeknight. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, once again, follow our Discord, go on our TikTok, see the memes, see the funny bits of campaigns um, and possibly things to come. Um, we would love to share and we would love to have and spend time with you all. I got one more thing, just uh, the direction of the podcast, because it just kind of hit me because I still had the little teddy bear pulled up. Or, another way where I want to see this uh, the podcast kind of go, and I, it's just it just kind of hit me. So with Oliver, if we could have a large enough fan base, that way we can start like producing little Olivers and then have, you know, let's say like, you know, like those like goals or whatever, like those one shots or, but produce Oliver and then give those proceeds to like a nice charity for like kids, you know, like, you know, feeding kids or like, you know, getting books into kids' hands or just something like that. That's something I would really love to see if we can get that done, you know, have a large enough fan base where we can just, you know, be like, Hey, we're going to partner up with so-and-so or, you know, somewhere to make little Olivers and then each Oliver sold like, you know, all the proceeds will go to a charity that, you know, aligns with the group's goals. And so that's something that I'd like to see done. That that, that would sounds, be really cool. That sounds lovely. I actually liked that idea a lot. I, I it was thinking for me, it was just like, you know, like, you know, funding some underfunded libraries or something like that. Just like a little Oliver. Come on, we man. We need to little fund Oliver. our libraries right now. We are in a very terrible state right now in America <laughs> where we that's definitely needed. So <laughs> Yeah, but something like that. Just, you know, little Barry. Once Allie comes out with the drawings for Oliver. You guys are going to fall in love with Oliver just as much as Boyan is falling in love with Oliver. And, you know, just if we were able to get little Olivers into your guys' hands and have those proceeds help out, you know, the, some some communities out there, that would be awesome. Hmm. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, if there are no other questions for me, listeners, None. please, 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 please write into us. Give us your feedback. Give us your questions. We would love to ask them. Um, Tell us how you feel about the podcast, what you like, what you don't like. We're all here for you. We want to make content for you. So tell us what you think about it. And um, before you leave, once again, follow us on our socials, TikTok, Instagram. They're all going to be in the show notes, as well as follow our Discord. Here are some shout outs and whatnot uh, that we are definitely always trying to uh, just like do. I think, oh, five star reviews. Don't forget that. Five stars. Give us the five-star reviews. We need it. We want to do well. Um, tell your friends about us. Tell your mom about us. Tell anyone you want to know about us, um, I guess. We're on every or almost every podcasting platform. Um, so don't be afraid to tell someone who's like, I use Apple Music. Or, well, I guess that's very prevalent. But, you know, it'd be a much, it would be a great help. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. This has been a dead man's role, a filling D and D podcast. Yeah, okay. Yep. We're not going to answer that question ever. So, yeah, is that still up? It's still up. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I need to fix that. Um, but other than that, have a great morning. Have a great morning. Have a great night. Have a great afternoon. Um, give yourself a hug. Love yourself. You guys are amazing, and. Um, Hopefully we get to interact with you and hopefully um, 
we get to put out more great content for you guys to enjoy. Have a good one. Bye.